Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Today, I am sharing a book that I have recently read with you. Uh, it goes along with our theme from all month. We've been talking about mindset. And a few weeks ago, I had put out a call on social media for you to share some books, some of your favorite books on mindset. And one of my friends, Laura, from over at Under the Copper Roof, had shared Fear is Not the Boss of You by Jennifer Allwood. And I went ahead and ordered the book. It had been on my list anyway, so this was perfect timing. And after I read it, I knew it was perfect to share with you because it covers so many things that gets in our way um, around mindset and fear and all the things. Now, I will tell you, this is a faith-based book. And while it aligns with my faith, it may not align with yours, but I think you can find lots of great takeaways in this book. Regardless, she is a business coach, uh, has had several successful businesses. She's a wife and a mom. And I just love some of the things that she shares. And again, I think you can appreciate the takeaways as well. But the first chapter is titled Stuck. And that is really a great title because that's how we feel when our mindset is not where it needs to be. Maybe we're afraid we are, you know, doing all the things and we just feel stuck. And she shares one way out of being stuck is to ask, well, what is it that you want? And I have shared that with you before because I think that is the first step of getting unstuck is to think, well, what is it I do want? Because we can get you know, thinking all the things, you know, we don't want and forget about, well, what is it that we do want? And so there's a lot in this chapter, but one of my favorite things about it is it asks you, well, what do you want? And then she shares at the very end of the chapter, you are completely capable of having a life filled with peace and deep joy and expectancy. And that is one of the reasons you need to ask yourself what it is that you want so you can get unstuck. The next chapter talks about being overwhelmed. And I think it is something that as I have gotten older and there's more technology and there's more of the things, uh, having a family, having a business, all the things you can easily get overwhelmed. And if you're overwhelmed with too many options, you won't know how to move forward. And sometimes you just got to narrow them down, pick something and go with it. If it doesn't work, you got to try something else. But don't let yourself just get so overwhelmed that you can't take at least baby steps out of being stuck and being fearful. Just take a few steps. So the next chapter, chapter three, was all about being scared. And she kind of points it out as really good, the things that she says about being scared, because it's not really that important if you're scared that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it you know our bodies are set up so that our brains our bodies are set up so that we are scared of certain things you know you don't want to run into a burning building uh jump off a cliff none of those things but some other things will cause us to be fearful or scared when it's not that big a deal so we may be afraid to send an email 
we might be afraid to um, put our product out there for sale. What are others going to think? Whatever. Um, but we're afraid and it's not really uh, a rational thought. And so we need to think through that. What's the worst thing that can happen? And then take some steps because fear and this is a quote from the book, fear will convince you to settle for less than God's best. Nobody wants less. So don't let fear keep you from having the most success that you can have. You know, get a little comfortable with trying new things and ask yourself, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? And if it is not terrible, then maybe you should try it. <laughs> so then she talks about, watching other people and watching their success and how sometimes that can hold us back and that we shouldn't compare ourselves to others. And I think this is very important. She actually took a sabbatical from social media while she was writing this book for a couple of weeks and it made a real difference. So maybe, you know, maybe you don't need to do something as drastic as a two-week sabbatical, but kind of pay attention. What is causing you to compare yourself to others because it can really steal some joy from you. And, you know, what God calls you to is not exactly um, like what anyone else is doing. So you couldn't copy that and be them anyway. So why even pay attention? You know, we have to remember that social media, we put our best foot forward and other people are too. You're not sharing all the things that went wrong. So you just have to remember that. So, and she reminds us, if you are stuck and overwhelmed and scared, you got to get a handle on how much you are on there and how much you're letting that mess influence you. So on social media, you got to think, what is getting in your way? Is it influencing you, keeping you from what you could be doing and how you could be blessed? So just think about doing your own thing, not comparing yourself to others, and it will help you move forward without being fearful of being the same as somebody else. And, you know, other people can keep you stuck. They can keep you fearful. They can remind you of the things to be watching out for. So uh, as I've shared before, kind of watch who you are letting influence you and who you're with, especially if you're trying something new. If you're trying to you know, change your mindset, you may have to cut back on some of that that you're letting in and be with those supporters, those people who care about you uh, and who want to see you succeed. And then as you succeed, share it with the world, but kind of hold back on that first and figure out who you can trust and who's there to support you. That's going to you know, be along with you when it gets hard, because it is likely to get hard before you have success. And you're going to need to surround yourself with people who don't want to keep you stuck. I mean, it can be well-meaning people who love you, who are your friends, um, but they may not see what you see. They may be the Debbie Downer that reminds you of what could go wrong. So uh, just be mindful of that and make sure that if you are working on your mindset, you're getting through some fear, you want to get unstuck, pay attention to who your cheerleaders are. So then this next chapter is... Probably something I have never heard anyone say before, but she shares about confidence and that confidence is not the goal. Now, how many times have you waited to do something till you felt confident? I know I have many times waited till I felt confident and sometimes I've waited too long because confidence comes with doing. 
encourage, as she points out, is what makes us do it before we're really confident. So sometimes when you think you're waiting on confidence, you just need to scurry up some courage so that you can move forward and stop the overthinking and just do it. You know, this may look like to you, it may look like you're waiting to get better. And that's, you know, you're trying for perfection. You know, maybe perfection instead of confidence is what you you said you're waiting on, or you want it to be really good. Whatever it is, maybe you just need a little courage instead of confidence. And then again, confidence will come later when you get better at it. As she points out, confidence is the result of courage in action. So just a great reminder that it's not all about confidence. It starts with courage. And chapter eight is if you would just let go of that. And this chapter, really, it was one that I read through a couple of times and I may read again because it really hit home with me. It's not something that I had thought about in a while, but there can be some things that is holding you back that you don't even realize. Maybe you're a little bitter. Um, maybe you are letting yourself obsess about an old friendship that is not working out so well. Whatever it is, you may just need to let it go. And I find that that is not something that we are told a lot, that we don't, we really don't even share a lot sometimes when we have let something really take over our mind and our thoughts and that maybe it's bitterness or it's anger or disappointments that you've been treated unfairly and it can be holding you back. So before you're going to be able to move forward, move out of fear, before you're going to be able to get unstuck, you need to let go of that. And that is forgiving that person, forgiving yourself, whatever it is. Don't hold on to that and let it hold you back. So if there's something that you've kind of just been obsessing about, you may not even realize it. But if you think, oh, what is, you know, really taking control of my thoughts? It may be that it's something in the past that's just holding you up. You need to let go. And I just, like I said, I cherished that chapter and it spoke to me in many different ways and if you decide to read the book it may be something that you need as well and she continues to talk through the book about if you're stuck in fear you can't share your talents with the world and that you have some talents that was just for you to share and that you really you know need to discover those and be courageous and step out and use those some of these things that you're meant to share may not be what makes you wealthy but it may bring you joy there's something that you're meant to do that is just for you and you shouldn't overlook that that it is something that is for you to share and don't let that hold you back you know you it may not be so that you can impress a lot of people or earn a ton of money, but it may be a gift that you've been given to help set other people free. So I thought that was a great point. Sometimes we're all caught up in making money or impressing people or whatever, but really what's important is we want to be able to give to others. And the idea of helping them and setting them free is also very rewarding and we shouldn't forget that. So This book, like I said, there's just so much that I could go on and on and tell you, but she reminds us that we are grown women and grown women should not let feelings control them and we shouldn't let fear be the boss of us. 
And I just thought that is just a great reminder that if you're scared to have a hard conversation with someone in your life, if you're scared to reach out about a job, if you're scared to hire a person or to let someone go, whatever it is, if it is holding you back, you shouldn't let the fear keep you from moving forward. So you should be scared but then move on. So I think that is a great point. You sometimes can't get over being scared, but you just got to do it. And then, uh, and again, that goes back to that courage. And when you do it, then you're able to move forward. So I loved that. Um, But just because you have fear, that doesn't mean that there's still not a calling for you and you shouldn't just go for it. So uh, sometimes if you get some perspective, like I said, you know, just think about, you know, how hard is it to reach out? you know, what's the worst thing that could happen, uh, it will change your mind about what you should do. So the last thing that I'll share with you from this book, and I think it really says a lot in the last chapter is the magic is in the doing. So uh, we can dream about it. We can think about it. But where it happens, where the magic really happens is in the doing. And so she has a quote in here by James Clear, and it says, how long will you put off what you are capable of doing to continue what you are comfortable doing? And this can be hard. Maybe you're comfortable where you are. You're comfortable living the life you have. Everything is kind of easy. Maybe you've had those hard struggles. You've had those hard things, and you're afraid of hard again should remind yourself about the things that you have done and you have done hard things and how well it has worked out in the long run. And think about if you hadn't done the hard things, would you even be comfortable at this point? And it may be a good reason to think about doing something about this new thing, this new progress you want to make. Don't just get comfortable and forget about what you are capable of doing. So that's my book review this week. Uh, I loved it. I enjoyed it very much. There's so much more in the book to unpack. And if it is a book that has been on your list that you have came across, go over, check it out, read the description, see if it's for you. I did share some of the things that I think um, anybody can use. If you are fearful, but you really know you're capable of more, there's something else that you want to try. Uh, something that you want to do for others, then don't let fear stand in your way. Have a great week.